Welcome to Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education podcast for teachers and advisors, brought to you by UEA. Each month, we provide the latest information you need to guide your students through their journey to university, plus hints and tips to help support you in your work. We know you're busy, so we keep each episode to around 20 minutes, just long enough for a cup of coffee. So, pop the kettle on and let's get started. listeners and welcome back to this month's episode of Nurturing Bright Futures, the podcast for teachers and advisors produced by the University of East Anglia. We would really like to wish all of our listeners a very happy new year. We hope you've had a fantastic start to 2023 and that you had a relaxing holiday period. My name is Ellen and I am the London-based higher education advisor. So for a long time now this podcast has been produced by our wonderful recruitment projects officer Alex. From now on, I'll be taking over the podcast from Alex. So a really big shout out and a massive thank you to Alex for all of her support in getting the podcast to where it is today. Today, I am very lucky to be joined by my wonderful colleague, Adam. Adam, would you like to say hello and introduce yourself? It would be really great for our listeners to hear something about all of your work you've been doing at UEA in your current role and kind of your previous role before you joined us. Sure, thank you, um, Ellen. Um, so my name's Adam. Um, I'm also a higher education advisor at the University of East Anglia, UEA, um, and it's great to be on the podcast. Um, thanks for inviting me, Adam. So a bit about me. As I say I currently work um, at the UEA. Um, prior to that, um, I worked in teaching, um, so mainly teaching on degree-based programmes, uh, particularly around kind of the health and social care um, sector. So that's a bit about me. Brilliant. Thanks so much then, Adam. We're so grateful to have you today. So to start off, once the UCAS deadline has passed in January, universities will have until the 18th of May to respond to all of their applicants via the portal. Could you just take a bit of time to tell us a bit more about the different responses that students might then receive from universities? Absolutely. So there are three responses um, that an applicant may receive um, from each university uh, once they've submitted their application. Uh, They might receive um, an offer that is conditional or unconditional. They may receive a conditional offer. Um, The offer will be subject to receiving certain grades, for example. Uh, If they receive an unconditional offer, uh, this will mean that they've already met all the entry criteria um, for that course um, at the university and the place is essentially theirs, uh, should they choose to accept it. Applicants um, should still check the offer, and I would advise doing that uh, just to see if there's anything else that they need to do. Uh, For example, it could be they need to provide um, further evidence um, of results, or they may be on a course um, that's subject to having a CRB, so a Criminal Records Bureau check, for example, Um, and they're particularly the case around health and social care-based degree courses. Uh, Finally, they could receive a rejection, so they have no offer made um, for that particular course. Um, The last um, potential option is they could receive an invitation um, to an interview or attend an interview as part of that selection uh, process. So students applying to courses such as medicine, nursing, occupational therapy, social work or even drama might expect to receive an invitation for interview. Um, And that will be considered um, by the admissions team when making a final decision on whether to um, make an offer to that candidate or not. Brilliant. Um, So 
UEA, we normally host um, some interviews for our healthcare courses. And we call these multiple mini interviews. And this is a kind of format where students will visit academics at different kind of stations throughout their interview to answer different types of questions relating to the course and their aptitude for it in a kind of carousel fashion. So in your experience, particularly from your kind of teaching background, what tips would you offer teachers and advisors in terms of how they can help students to prepare for any university interviews? Sure. Um, so with any interview, um, I think it's always crucial that applicants come prepared um, and the preparation is key here. So being prepared and making sure they plan ahead of an interview will really give them the best chance of, of success. So supporting applicants to prepare is always going to be beneficial um, for students. So it's important to check um, the practical elements of the interview um, with the applicants, um, such as when and how the interview will take place. Uh, make sure they're familiar with how the interview will be conducted um, and in what form, which format it will take. So they will receive information um, ahead of the interview. So it's just making sure that they understand what is being asked of them um, and to establish whether there's any kind of pre-interview preparation activities uh, they may need to complete. So they can always contact the university um, if there's anything that's unclear. So it's always worthwhile making sure that the candidate always understands what the expectations are uh, for that particular interview. So supporting applicants um, with practical tips on how to respond to questions uh, would be really, really beneficial. So applicants should be ready for any questions that kind of come their way. Uh, there could be questions about their application um, itself. So it's always a good idea for them to reread their personal statement ahead of the interview, uh, but also to prepare any questions they might have or they might want to ask um, at the interview. And they can prepare these questions ahead of the interview as well. I think when students go prepared with questions themselves, it really does show their motivation um, for a particular course. So I think it's really, really beneficial that students reflect on any questions that they might want to ask or any questions that they feel are unanswered um, at that point in time. So applicants can prepare by having a good grasp of the subject they're applying for and know the latest updates in their subject area. It's a good idea to support the students in keeping up to date um, with information relating to that subject by signposting them, for example, or encouraging them to read the news, um, reviewing podcasts or professional material relating to that field of study. And there are lots of ways in students can engage with that. Um, some students may prefer to read academic material. Some students may um, enjoy listening to podcasts. And there's really something out there for every type of learner um, and student. So, for example, if they're invited um, to an interview for nursing, they could check out the NHS values, for example, um, and they could familiarise themselves with these. It's often a good idea to think about um, when they've displayed these values, for example, in their personal and academic life, or consider why those values might be important to them. Um, it could be something that they could discuss in the interview or indeed could be asked in the interview as well. They should also consider um, the motivation for studying. Um, a particular subject and think about any relevant experience they've had. So for example, using the same nursing um, example, they could reflect on any shadowing they've completed. Uh, you could also check um, the news for updates um, in nursing, for example, or issues that currently impact the sector. 
They may also want to check any professional specific websites such as the Nursing and Midwifery Council website for any news and check out the professional standards for nursing too, that's always helpful. So having a general what I call commercial awareness um, of the subject area or profession specific area is always going to be helpful in preparing students for an interview. Um, applicants can check out Questa for example, um, which is a really, really good platform online uh, which provides a lot of wider reading um, tools um, and they cover a range of subjects um, and they include short reads through to videos and they're really a good way for students to broaden their knowledge and understanding of a particular subject prior to interview. So being up to date with their awareness will really help with responding to any questions or indeed um, participating in any multiple mini interviews. So getting students to complete some research ahead of a university um, or course interview will be really, really important you, um, is really, really helpful. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Adam. That was really comprehensive and that was absolutely jam-packed with some really practical tips, which I'm sure our listeners will appreciate. Um, so my next question for you is kind of after students have received all of their responses, they are then going to have until the 8th of June to choose their firm and insurance choice, um, university and course. What should our teachers and advisors kind of be doing in this time to help and encourage and support students in informing this very important decision? So if students are invited to an applicant or offer holder day or general campus visits, um, where possible they should really attend. Um, applicant days, for example, here at UEA are really a great way of getting to know the campus better um, and to explore what's on offer. So for example, at UEA, our dedicated applicant days offer a valuable opportunity really to participate in subject taster um, sessions um, and they really give you a good insight into what to expect when attending an academic session um, at university. It can also help with any nerves around that transition really from A-level for example uh, to degree level learning. Um, they're also really a great chance to meet new friends and to meet students that are also applying for the same subject. Um, and really getting to know the campus facilities better. Again, this can help with that transition um, to a new university environment, um, a place that you can call home for the next few years. Um, you'll be able to spend some time meeting lecturers and explore potential accommodation on campus. Um, and as I say, meeting other offer holders too. So our applicant days start at the end of January, 2023 and run through until May. So invitations and further information will be emailed out to applicants um, a few days after their offer, um, starting in early December. So you can choose what date works for you and when you would like to attend. At UBA, we are currently running campus tours um, and if students have not yet attended an open day or been to campus, they can pop along to one of our campus tours You'll be guided around campus um, by one of our student ambassadors and usually paired with an ambassador that's currently studying um, a course or similar to that you've applied for. So really a great opportunity to ask questions about UEA, student life and the course whilst you're enjoying a relaxed tour of our wonderful campus. So campus tours are currently underway and are next available on Saturday the 14th of January, Friday the 20th of January and Monday the 23rd of January 2023. You can book a campus tour by visiting uea.ac.uk forward slash campus hyphen tours or by searching via Google. 
So students can also keep an eye on social media platforms, um, such as TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. So UEA posts regularly on social media, um, and it contains some really great insights in what UEA has to offer and what our current students think. Uh, it's an important decision-making time, um, so it's important students ensure a university choice is right for them. So I just have one last question for you today. I feel like we've gone through everything in so much detail and this will be super, super helpful. Um, but I just wanted to kind of go back and touch on those applicant days that you were talking about. Um, and you were talking about how that's a really great way for students to help kind of make that final decision um, about their firm and insurance choice. So I was just going to ask, what kind of advice and tips do you have for students that teachers and advisors can offer for kind of getting the most out of those applicant days that they might attend and really kind of maximising that opportunity? Sure, applicant days are really integral to making that decision and making the right decision. Um, I think simply by coming to campus and getting a good idea of what campus is all about at UEA, and engaging with current students um, and staff, it really helps you to make a really good and sound informed choice. So the best way to get as much as you can from the day is to know what you want to get from it as well. So again, it's kind of a similar theme. It's about kind of coming prepared with any questions that you have. Um, there may be some urgent questions that you need answering, such as student welfare, or you may have um, additional student needs. There'll be plenty of people on hand to answer those questions for you. So whether that's staff um, or academic staff. So we want you to leave knowing that your questions have been answered um, so you can make that informed decision. So really make sure that you review the applicant day programme. Once this is emailed through to you and they're starting to go out now, um, once you're, you've been made an offer, review that email with that programme details um, in it. And that's quite specific to you. So there'll be some information there specific to the course related subject that you've applied for. And all of that is sent through the invitation email. So do keep an eye out for that invitation email. So once you come to um, the applicant day, there'll also be um, a Q&A panel session for um, guests of the applicant. So that may be parents, carers, for example. Um, and it's really a great opportunity for guests, parents to ask questions to our panel of experts. Um, so that could be on topics such as student finance, admissions questions, accommodation and student support. So it's key to plan your day. As I said, um, it's your day and you can choose what you'd like to do. Um, and you can participate in um, tours of campus to have a look around um, the accommodation too. Um, to receive a Life at UEA talk and participate in a sample lecture as well relating to your subject. Again, it's good preparation um, for that transition to university um, and to know what lessons and um, uh, lectures are like at UEA. So the day is usually split um, into subject sessions um, and optional activities, um, but you'll be given the programme with specific details when you check in with us on the day. So do study the programme um, for the day so you can plan your day. Uh, don't worry, there'll be plenty of support and guidance on the day should you need a helping hand. Um, but really embrace um, the experience, um, absorb what campus has to offer um, and do spend some time um, talking to staff, um, current students um, and academic teaching staff as well. Uh, it's really asking as many questions as you can and getting a good feel for the university campus um, to make sure it's the right one for you, as I say. Um, we're quite proud on making um, UEA feel like home um, and hopefully you'll feel that too when you come to an applicant day. 
Brilliant. Okay, well, that is the end of my questions today. Thank you so much, Adam. Um, those are really comprehensive answers and there was so much good content in there. I just want to say thank you to our listeners for tuning in this week. Um, and we really hope you got a lot out of that podcast. So that is everything from us today. Thank you so much, Adam. And I will say goodbye. That's it for this month's episode of Nurturing Bright Futures. We would absolutely love to hear from you. To book a visit, make a suggestion, or ask us a question, drop us a line at schools at uea.ac.uk. Thanks for joining us.